Welcome to Keeping It Real with KC. I am your host, KC Phoenix, and I am back with a second episode. I'm doing three episodes today. All right. KIRWKC.com, main podcasting platform. Ah, I got to take a swig of this water. Okay. Mm. So much better. And KIRWKC on Twitter, Instagram, if you're watching on YouTube Daily Motion, don't forget to hit, hit the subscribe button. That will let you know when I upload new videos. And if you are on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash K-I-R-W-K-C. Hit the like button. You'll be able to follow. Um, I am biased when it comes to this. I will make it very clear. I'm biased when it comes to this particular subject. Because... I've, you know, um, I've seen a lot of female rappers over the years because I've been listening to female rappers since I was in high school. No, actually, even further back than that, since I was in middle school, because Kim came out 96, I think Hardcore came out. But I was listening to people before Kim because I was listening to Nikki D. I was listening to JJ Fad. I was listening to, um, oh gosh, who else? I don't think I listened to Roxanne Shante. I might have listened to her a little bit. There are some other female rappers that I, I listen to. I know JJ Fad. I listen to a lot of JJ Fad um, stuff back when I was younger. But, and of course, salt and pepper as well. Or pepper. <laughs> um, I've seen a lot of female rappers come and go. And MC Light. How could I? And MC, definitely MC Light. For sure. Uh, but, mm, Kim is just different. Kim is different. The other female rappers before her, and don't get me wrong, this isn't to diminish them because they are amazing in their own right. Especially like MC Light, that is amazing. The Brat as well, which if I'm not mistaken, The Brat was the first female rapper to go platinum. Two. Queen Latifah, listen to her. Um, which she was the first female rapper to go gold, if I'm not mistaken. You guys can look this stuff up and and fact check me on it. But I'm 95% sure I'm right on that. The Brat was the first female rapper to go platinum. Queen Latifah was the first female rapper to go gold. Uh, Mia X. <laughs> I loved Mia X. But Kim... Kim was different. And people, one thing that people would always say about Kim, they would always say that Biggie wrote for her. I don't believe that. I believe he helped her. I don't believe he wrote for her. First of all, Kim is a cancer. And Astrologically, if you follow Keeping It Real with KC, if you follow my daily thought, you know I talk about astrology, tarot cards, things, and stuff like that all the time. 
Cancers are the most creative sign of the zodiac. Period. It's not up for debate. It's just, it is what it is. We're the most creative. We're also the most intuitive. So, Kim is a very creative person. I believe, and this is my belief, when it comes to Kim and Biggie, that Kim wrote her stuff and ran it by him. It's almost like when you're filling out something and you give it to somebody just to look over it to make sure every, you know, the I's are dotted and the T's are crossed. It's not, oh, well, can you go and, and write up something for me and hand it to me and then I'll go in the studio and record it? No, I do not believe that happened. I don't, I will never believe that happened with Kim, period. Now, I do believe that Kim went and wrote what she wrote and then went to Biggie and said, hey, what do you think about this? And Biggie might have said, eh, yeah, this looks good. This looks good. You probably want to change that. This looks good. This looks good. Mm. Instead of saying it that way, you might want to consider saying it this way in that whole thing. And then as time went on, the it's sort of like where if you have someone checking your work, as time goes on, you become more proficient at what you do. And then there's less corrections to be made. And that's what I believe happened. I believe that she already knew which she already knew how, knew how to rap, period, because she had already rapped for Biggie and Biggie was impressed. So that's that's already a given. But when it comes to her writing itself, she more than likely, and I'm pretty sure Kim even mentioned this before, she more than likely ran an idea by him of what she was writing. And then Biggie gave his opinion, and then she chose what she chose to take it or not to take it. But as time went on, because of him offering advice, she already knows how to what to do. She already knows what to do where she doesn't need as much input anymore. And that's why she was able to do what she did and what she has done lyrically. Because Kim is, she's a good lyricist. Is she the best lyricist? No. And I love Kim. And Kim is the queen mother, period. She is the queen mother of all of these girls. I don't care who it is. The only one that Kim is not the queen mother of that is because I don't really want to say relevant because relevant is subjective, but of female rappers that in in orbit right now, the only person that you can't really compare Kim to is Missy Elliott. And Missy Elliott is on her own planet. Period. Missy Elliott is on her own planet. So yeah. And regardless of Kim being the queen mother, all of the rappers are amazing in their own right because they are all individuals. Whether it is Meg Thee Stallion, whether it is Nicki Minaj, whether it is Cardi B, whether it is um, Iggy Azalea, who I love. I love Iggy Azalea. You know, whether it is Azalea Banks, who people need to give Azalea Banks more credit. Azalea Banks is one of the most talented artists in the industry, period. She's a little bit extra, but her talent is no joke. 
but back to Kim. All right. So with Kim, when Kim came along, female rap was interesting because people listened to it. I mean, people were listening to Queen Latifah. People were listening to MC Light. People were listening to Salt and Pepper. People were listening to JJ Fad. People were listening to Roxanne Shante. People were listening to Nikki D. People were listening to female rappers. It's not like Kim, it's not like there were no female rappers before Kim. That would be totally inaccurate. Female rappers definitely had a spot. Kim is standing on all of their shoulders. So, and Kim knows that. She's acknowledged that. And she's paid homage to them. The thing is, is that you know how, I don't know if anybody's seen Fast and Furious, when you put, I forgot what it's called, you put the, whatchamacallit, the nitro or whatever in the engine, and then it supercharges it. That is what Kim was, the female rap. She was that extra boost that really made female rap take off because when people heard Kim, there were some female rappers out there that said things that were considered sexual or quote-unquote lascivious and gutter. But when they heard, I used to be scared of the, now I throw lips to the, handle it like a, you know. <laughs> People were like, wait, what? <laughs> Or, I don't want <laughs> eat my mm, right. So, <laughs> I used to. <laughs> oh my God. If you have not ever listened to the hardcore CD, you have to listen to hardcore. You have to listen to hardcore. I told you guys. When I did my movie recommendation episode for His Girl Friday, when I was talking about how it didn't have language or sex scenes or anything, I told you guys I'm not approved at all. I love rap music. And I love, Trina is one of my favorite female rappers. And Trina can even be nastier than Kim sometimes. Especially that song Nasty B off of the Diamond Princess album. Don't even get me started. <laughs> but... Anyways, with Kim, not only did she come out with the lyrics she came out with, she brought the fashion. And people were saying, oh, well, that was Biggie's idea. Yes and no. Biggie had some input in regards to a little bit of the fashion saying he wanted something different. The, the squatting and all that stuff, that was Biggie's idea because Biggie was the one who picked the photo. But as things continued to evolve, that was all Kim. Kim used to read fashion magazines all the time. That was her thing. She loved Mahogany. Mahogany is one of Lil' Kim's favorite movies, which is also one of my favorite movies. Because in Mahogany, the fashion is amazing. And side note, a lot of those outfits in the movie Mahogany were designed by Diana Ross. 
Some people don't know that. Diana Ross designed a lot of those outfits in the movie Mahogany. But that's one of Kim's favorite movies. And Kim has always been in the fashion. Always. So she had an opportunity to not only spit the lyrics she spits, she had an opportunity to also bring a different type of fashion to female rap. And when she did that, no one had ever seen that before. No one had ever seen blue wigs, green wigs, yellow wigs, red wigs, all types of stuff. The pasty at the MTV VMAs, which I didn't know Mary J. Blige was upset about that. I just found it out. She, Mary J. Blige did a thing on um, Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen. And she was saying she was upset when Diana Ross, you know, jiggled one of the girls, one of Kim's girls. And I was like, I didn't know she was upset about that. I thought it was funny. <laughs> and Kim thought it was funny too, but you know, Capricorns can be sensitive sometimes, just like Cancers can. Uh, but yeah, uh, with Kim and her fashion, that was Kim. That wasn't Biggie. And Biggie had already died after her first album came out. Her second album, Notorious K.I.M., that was without Biggie. That's why on Single Black Female, when she was talking about my gone now, so who writing my rhymes? No disrespect, y'all bees on me publishing checks because Kim is saying, you're, you're accusing me of having my rhymes written for me, but Biggie's not here. I'm the one writing my rhymes. So I, I really believe that Kim just did so much. And honestly, Kim's Kim's how can I put this? Kim Kim's name is bigger than her record sales, even though she sold millions on top of millions of records. But Lil Kim is iconic. Iconic. When as in the type of icons when you think of mainstream pop culture icons like Madonna, like Diana Ross, like Whitney Houston, which there's a funny story. If I, for, I don't know where it's at, but you should look it up sometime where Kim was on a flight with Whitney Houston. <laughs> look up that story sometime. It is hilarious. I have a little bit of a headache. So just bear with me here. I'm scratching my head. <laughs> And rubbing it. <laughs> but it was a funny story. So check that out um, sometime with Kim being on the flight with Whitney Houston. But that's the type of iconic that Lil' Kim is. As in mainstream iconic. Where you know all of these, the people who have sold ridiculous amounts of albums. You know, a hundred million because Whitney Houston sold over a hundred million albums and records, and you you know Whitney Houston's name and you know Lil Kim's name, you know um, Aretha Franklin's name, and you know Lil Kim's name, you know Barbara Streisand's name, and you know Lil Kim's. Name. I promise you, 
that there are people who may not listen to Kim's music, but they know the name Lil' Kim. That's how iconic she is. Where, and, and that is one, I'm looking for the words, universe, what's the words here? How can I articulate this? That is one box that you can check for becoming an icon where people don't know your work, but they know your name. Just like with Janet Jackson, which Kim and Janet Jackson are cool. And Janet Jackson paid homage to Kim too, you know, and, and vice versa. But where there are people out there who have never heard a Lil' Kim song. But if you say the name Lil' Kim, They'll be like, oh, I know who that is. That's when you're that's when you're in icon territory. I don't listen to her music, but I, I know who she is. They might say, oh, well, she was the one at the VMAs. Oh, she's the one who started with the um, colorful fashion and rap. Oh, she's the one who did this or did that. That is iconic. Kim has done modeling. She's done runway. She's done so many things. The fashion designers love Kim. Mark Jacobs is very good friends with Kim. He was one of the few people who stayed in touch with Kim when Kim went to jail. So, and that's how they, they got really close and remain close ever since because he was a constant stay. Oh, even Oprah sent Kim I think a book or two while Kim was in jail. Oprah is sending her stuff while she was in jail because Kim is iconic. Her name will always be bigger than her career. And that kind of, in a way, it kind of sucks because her career, not that it was small because compared to all of the others during her period, I probably say from from the late 90s to about 2006-ish, maybe 2005-ish, 2006-ish, Kim pretty much dominated. And the thing is, is that she held all of that with four albums because it was hardcore, notorious K.I.M., La Bella Mafia and The Naked Truth. She had four albums. And she pretty much reigned. And only an icon can usually do that, just like with Tina Turner. Even though Tina Turner had several albums with Ike and Tina, she wasn't solo until afterwards. And then she only had four albums, and then they called Tina Turner the queen of rock and roll with only four albums. That's iconic. And that's what Lil' Kim is. And I, I wish people would give Kim a little bit more respect for what she's done. It's almost like, I hate to say it like this because people are going to take it the wrong way, but this is the only way I know how to articulate it. It's almost like where the first iPhone comes out 
obviously, and I'm not an Apple person. And, and if you follow Keeping It Real with KC or any of my daily thoughts or whatever, I'm sure you heard me say this at least one time. I'm not an Apple person, even though I'm considering getting the new Apple Watch. But I digress. It's almost like when the first iPhone came out. And now we're on what? iPhone 38, 47, something like that. I don't know. Everyone forgot about what started it all. And of course, people aren't going to pick up the first iPhone because off of that first iPhone, updates and upgrades and changes and everything else has happened since the first iPhone. So they're not going to go back to the first iPhone. They're going to pick up the latest version of the iPhone, which would be a Cardi B or a Nicki Minaj or a Meg the Stallion or Iggy Azalea or whoever, you know, whatever version you want to say, instead of remembering the first iPhone was the one that started it, started it all. It revolutionized smartphones across the entire industry, because even though I don't too much care for Apple because they keep everything locked within their ecosystem, I do respect Apple because if it wasn't for the iPhone, then you wouldn't have the Samsung Galaxies. You wouldn't have the Android phones and all of this, all of these other smartphones out. iPhone was the one that started it all to get everybody else to step up their game. But people are the, the first iPhone isn't on anybody's mind right now. The only thing they're thinking about is the latest iPhone i.e. the newest artist that comes out. But they don't remember the, the one that started it all with the crazy fashion styles, the very lascivious talk, and all of that stuff in female rap was Kim. She is the queen mother. She is the one. She is the first one, the original. For that, there were phones before the iPhone, but the iPhone took wireless and how people view phones and turned it upside down and said, this is a new way to use a cell phone. And that's what Kim did. There were other female rappers before Kim. And she's standing on their shoulders, just like the iPhone. It's not it's not like there weren't any phones before the iPhone. <laughs> but the technology from the previous phones was taken to create something totally different, totally new, totally out of the norm in female rap and change everything completely. That is what Little Kim is. And that is why she is the queen mother. I think that's a pretty damn good analogy if I say so myself. <laughs> so I just wish that people would give Kim a little bit more respect. Her album Nine came out. I, like I said, I'm biased. I love Kim. I bought four copies. I bought one copy on Amazon and I bought three copies on Google Play. So, yeah. And nine was a solid album. And that's the other thing. 
with Kim too that I like. She is in the category with Whitney Houston, which everybody knows. I Whitney Houston is my muse. I go hard for Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston never released a bad studio album. Not any of those albums, regardless of what they sold. None of Whitney Houston's albums are just bad. Like this, like, oh my God, I can't listen to this. Or whatever. You'd always find some songs on there that you like. And usually for the most part, if I didn't like the song at first, because I, I believe I told the story when she came out with the My Love Is Your Love album, I didn't like It's Not Right, but it's okay. I didn't like that song at first. I liked some other songs, but I didn't like that one. And then later on, it became one of my favorite songs. But with Whitney Houston, she didn't have any bad albums. All of her studio albums are solid albums. From the debut album to the Whitney album to the I'm Your Baby Tonight to The Bodyguard to um, Just Whitney to I feel like I'm and then, of course, I was going to say I didn't know my own strength, but that's not it. I look to you, even Wait and Exhale, even though she only had two and a half songs on that one. And the Preacher's Wife soundtrack, Whitney Houston didn't have any bad studio albums. And that's the same thing with Kim. From Hardcore to The Notorious K.I.M. to La Bella Mafia to The uh, Naked Truth to nine, all five of her studio albums are solid albums. That's why I never worried when Kim was saying that she was releasing a, an official studio album. I'm like, oh, it's a studio album. It's, it's going to be fine. Now, sonically, nine was different from her other albums, and that's what she wanted. She couldn't go back and release another hardcore. She couldn't do that. She had to do something that was a little bit more updated. Now, Otto Blanco, I like that song. And also Bag. I love Bag off of the Nine album. Pray For Me was nice. Uh, You're Not Alone was... was <laughs> it was cool, too. I... I it was a nine was a solid album. Sonically, it was different from what Kim has done in the past, but that was expected. Kim will not do the same thing. Just like when Notorious K.I.M. came out, a lot of the stuff on Notorious K.I.M. seems like it just came out a few years ago. So Kim was already ahead of her time on the Notorious K.I.M. If you go and listen to it, some of the stuff sonically sounds a little bit Similar to some things that came out a few years ago now. And Notorious K.I.M. came out in 2000, I believe. So in a few years ago, what, 2016, 2015? Either way, so she was 15 years ahead of her time. And with nine, they... I don't know what it officially sold. I know that it didn't sell what it should have sold. I don't know the number. Some people were throwing out, oh, it only sold a thousand copies. And then some people were saying, oh, no, it sold more than that 5,000 copies and all this other stuff. I know that it got over a million streams on Spotify for sure. 
compared to the rest of her career, it it didn't do nearly as well compared to the stuff in the rest of her career. But I want Kim to keep on making music. And I think she should. She could end up like a Cher, which is another icon, another iconic name. Cher did well for a while, then it went down for a bit. Then she released the Believe album. It ended up selling 10 million copies. So I want Kim to keep at it because one or two albums later, Kim could come out with something that really resonates with people and they're like, oh, I got to stream that, which I hate the whole streaming age. I'm more of, I like to buy things, but that's because I'm just what people call old school. I like to buy stuff. I don't like the stream. <laughs> but there, I still feel there's a lot of unmined territory when it comes to Lil' Kim. I still feel there are a lot of things that Kim is able to do. One, she's a creative person. She's not a dumb. Kim is not stupid. That I know. I know that. She's not stupid. She's a very creative person. And she's a very talented person. She, I believe if she keeps going, eventually, she's going to get that hit. Eventually. And like everything in life is up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down. And that's with a, a lot of other artists too, where they'll do Alanis Morissette. Her first album sold, I want to say almost 30 million copies, give or take, between 26 and 30 million. You can look it up. I know it was no less than 26 million worldwide, for sure. It was no less than that. It was a ridiculous amount, Jagged Little Pill. And then... Her albums after that haven't sold nearly as much. But that's not to say that she can't come out later and drop an album, something that resonates with a whole bunch of people. And then she gets billions and billions of streams and all this other stuff. And her career picks up again, just like with Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves acting career slowed down for a second. Now, Everybody wants to put Keanu Reeves in all of their damn movies. So first thing, don't ever write Lil' Kim off. Don't ever write an icon off. Like Mariah Carey said, who is also an icon. You can't write off talent. So don't write her off. Secondly, respect that she was the one, whether you want to accept it or not, because you don't have to accept it to respect it. She was the one who started it all with the current atmosphere of female rap. She was the one. It, this would not exist right now if not for Kim. So, and if you haven't listened to Nine, be sure to check that out because it's, it is sonically, it's different, but it is a solid album. And I recommend you listen to it. If you don't listen, listen to Bag. <laughs> listen to that song. I love that. And also, You're Not Alone, too. But anyways, that's all I have on the Queen Mother, Lil' Kim, 
and a little side review of because nine came out almost a year ago. So but still, I wanted to at least do this. I meant to do this earlier, but for whatever reason, I'm just now getting to it. And things happen. But I hope you enjoyed this episode of Keeping It Real with KC. Thank you so much for all who have been supporting. I appreciate it more than you know. Um, don't forget to like, comment, share, subscribe. If you're watching on YouTube or Daily Motion, the subscribe button by the notification bell on YouTube and KIRWKC.com main podcasting platform. Until next time, be blessed. <laughs>